0: Be it joy and laughter, sorrow and tears, awe and insight, or deepest devotion, as we visit and listen, we are all part of a spiritual voyage called Song of the Soul. At nine years old, Xanthi Alexis bought her first album with her own money, and the one she started off with was Whitney Houston's debut album, She Was on a Path. Add in that she has song envy about Joni Mitchell's song, Case of You. A picture of Xanthi begins to fill in. Then include her work as a certified somatic trauma resolution therapist. Notice that she's part of the Couch Surfer Network. And don't forget to note her self described sepia toned Americana. Finally, Add to the mix her teasing, caressing, elusive, and heart-opening voice and lyrics, and you'll begin to understand the amazing Xanthi Alexis. She's just back from her first Folk Alliance conference, the largest gathering of the folk music community, with this year's annual event held in Montreal. We just had a long, rapturous, and profound visit before I now present to you my newest true friend, joining us by phone from Colorado Springs, Xanthi Alexis. Xanthi, it is so very wonderful to have you here today for Song of the Soul.
1: Oh, thank you for having me, Mark.
0: Just how sleep deprived are you after your return from the Folk Alliance gathering?
1: Well, I have to tell you, dear friends, and I did stay up through the night passing the guitar playing Leonard Cohen songs. So I did get some sleep last night, but the night before was no sleep, and it was (laughs) worth it.
0: (laughs) Uh, How many times did you sing Alleluia?
1: You know what? We didn't. We sang some B-sides. We sang, oh gosh, The Traitor. Of course, famous blue raincoat, but no hallelujah, surprisingly enough.
0: We connected kind of indirectly. I interviewed a woman named Mary Bew, who yes. you are friends with, and then. Through that connection, you contacted me. So I'm so happy to have someone from Colorado Springs here on the program today.
1: Yes, I'm happy to be here with you.
0: So let's do some of your music. We'll talk about Folk Alliance and some other things as we go on. Mm -hmm. How do you want to start out your Song of the Soul?
1: Let's go to The Veil. That's That's a good one to open with, I think.
0: Why The Veil? I mean, let me see. It could be a Muslim reference, and people have to know that it's on the album, Time of War.
1: Yes. I'll often begin shows with the veil. The veil is kind of an invitation to the unseen, the unseen world, and an invitation to look further, look beyond what is seen. I feel like it's kind of like a it's a spiritual song, you know, it's a it's a song about, you know, on the other side. I will bear no burden, you know. And just that invitation I think for me, the reason why I open a lot of shows with it is because I'm letting people know that we're, we're going somewhere. We're going to go somewhere together. That's why I chose it.
0: <laughs> well, it is time to go somewhere. And we're traveling with Santhi Alexis here today for Song of the Soul. This is The Veil. Oh,
2: the veil is thin and white. I will pay nobody side I will lay down the troubles of this life I will be nobody on the other side on the other side, on the other side I will be other side, alone on the other side, I will obey nobody on the other side, All oh, the veil is thin and wide. No bed On its other side Will oh, my skin Will become late I will be on, on the other side On the other side On the other side The on the other side
0: The Veil is by Xanthe Alexis. If you don't know how to spell Xanthi, that's your loss because she's a delightful person to get to know. Her first name is X-A-N-T-H-E. Alexis, you probably could spell A-L-E-X-I-S. Her website is com. I have the link, of course, on northernspiritradio.org, which is much more obvious for most people to spell. Where does the name come from, by the way, Santhi? My
1: mom is Greek. My mom is actually Greek, French, Native American, and um, her father is Greek, her mother is French, Native American, and she wanted to give a Greek name to me, and so it means golden-haired, actually, or golden, or yellow, it even means yellow, but she actually had a notion when she was pregnant with me that I would be a singer, and so she wanted to give me something rare, and it served me very well, because if Xanthi did it, it was probably me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you do stand alone.
1: <laughs> um, which is good and bad. But yeah, so she um, and my brother, he has a wonderful Greek middle name. His middle name is Demetrius. So I, I feel really, really honored by it, that I get to carry that, my culture and my name.
0: And is Alexis the last name you grew up with?
1: No, my last name is Cook. I perform with my first and middle name.
0: So my wife's name, when we got married, she legally changed her first name. She put her original first name as her middle name. But we made up our last name. So Helps Meet <gasps> is the name we took when we got married. Oh. So she became Alathia, which is a kind of a spirit name that came to her along the way. But the convenient thing like you say is Anthony, you know, if, if it's anthy it's you. Well, if it's helps meet, it's either her or me because there aren't any others in the world.
1: Wow, that's so neat. I think you're the first person I've ever met that that has done that and that's really beautiful. I like that.
0: <laughs> well, that's because you don't hang out in Quaker circles. So, if you
1: Well, but I'm a- going <laughs> to contra-dance with you right, so I right? am, so I am going to hang out
0: in Quaker circles. <laughs> That's about me. We want to talk more about you. and The veil, you're talking about the other side. When we were talking before you got on the air, you mentioned you were Catholic. Do you have at all common Catholic ideas about what is on the other side?
1: I was raised Catholic and confirmed Catholic, but my mother, she has more of a nature-based spirituality. So I think that... The Veil, I wrote during my grieving process, I, I lost a sibling quite young. She was 16 and I was 20. So I think that when you lose someone close to you, you do spend time reflecting on what else is there. But I'll tell you, I got to see Eric Anderson perform some of Leonard Cohen's music at the closing ceremony, and he said something so profound that it really stuck with me. He said, I don't think that Leonard would want us to be wondering what he's doing now that he's gone. I think he he would be wanting us to think about why we're still here. And that really got me. I feel her with me still, and um, I've had others. I, I recently served as a doula, a threshold keeper for a dear mentor who passed on and spent time with him as he reflected On what was happening to him is his body kind of separated from his, you know, his soul was separating and he was conscious enough to share what those sensations were like. And I think I'm piecing together what I think it is, but I'm pretty humble to the fact that I don't know, I'm not going to know, no one who's still here does know, but I feel like it's probably going to be pretty good.
0: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and I actually do have the feeling, having listened to more of your music, that you are fed by that other side. Yes, I am. There's rays of it coming through. And and I'd expect that of someone who works as a doula. Yeah,
2: yeah.
0: Well, sing us some more music so we'll get more taste of what you're feeding through from the other side.
1: Let's go to poets. The harmonies on this are done by Harriet Landrum who was my bandmate for many years in the Hopeful Heroines. We traveled all over the country and France together. We're very, very close. And I insisted that she do harmonies because we just know each other's hearts so well, and I knew that she would express it with me perfectly. But this song is a... I'm speaking to, I think, to the creator in a state of frustration. It's one of those... A little bit of the dark night of the soul... I say, they're all looking at you, they don't know your face, they're all sighing for you, they can't hold your gaze, because you live where the heart breaks. And I was speaking to knowing that it's not always in joyfulness that we connect with that essence of creation, and I needed to kind of surrender to knowing that, and then this song was born from that.
0: And I take it that you've had dark night of the soul, heartbreak, those situations. Paradoxically, for me, I've found that the things that hammer my heart, that really push me to the edge, lead me to a place of richness and transformation.
1: Absolutely.
0: And as long as I think I'm in control, and I'm pretty good at... I have a lot of resources. I'm well-educated. I've got a lot of training to help me be very in control. And I don't think that gets me where I really best would like to go.
1: Right. My mom always says, you're not in control, but you can
2: be in charge. (laughs) (laughs) Um,
1: Yeah, yeah. I think that a lot of time of war, and I chose to call it time of war because I was and war inside. I needed to express that I was having challenges and looking to that higher power to break out of the pain I was in, you know. So absolutely, there's a lot of points in this album where I'm speaking from that place of surrender.
0: Well, let's go there with Santhe Alexis. The song is Poets. It's from her recording Time of War.
2: There are Hundred poets in the room. They're all looking at you. They don't know your face. Cause you lay, you lay in a jacket space where the heart breaks. Where the heart burns. Where the heart I'll seek you out. I know where you hide. I know where you hide. I'll keep you out. i love you from the other side. I love you from the other side. I love you from the other side. Love you from the other side, love you from the other side. There are a hundred lovers in the room, they're all sighing for you. They can't. July
0: song by Xanthi Alexis her website xanthi alexis.com you don't know about the spelling come by nordenspiritradio.org and you heard her voice in there and the other woman you heard is Harriet Landrum doing the vocals and you said Xanthi that the two of you toured together. What group was that what how did you do that?
1: The hopeful heroines is what we were called
0: And you stopped doing that.
1: Yes, we did. It it was time for both of us to do some solo work. We are still the dearest of friends. I actually had coffee with her the morning before I left from Montreal and inspiring each other and laughing. We do a lot of ridiculous laughing together. And (laughs) really, I mean, you turn into family and, and we definitely are sisters. But, you know, it was time. She's a brilliant Brilliant songwriter, brilliant creator. She does a looping with violin that is breathtaking. And so we were ready. We were ready to branch out.
0: Well, I'm going to have to look up some things about the hopeful heroines.
1: <laughs> yes, and, please. Oh, we have a live album that is, you're going to, Mark, I'm going to, I'm going to actually email it to you because it's pretty precious. It's a morning performance, and we are really feeling our goofiness. It's it's a pretty <laughs> great.
0: Wait, now, are you a morning person or a night person?
1: I'm a 5 a.m.er. I love the morning. I love the morning.
0: Well, that's all the more impressive that you were doing these all-nighters at the Folk Alliance Conference. By the way, (laughs) could you say a little bit about the conference, how long it is, where it is, and who is there this year, all of that?
2: Yes,
1: I would love to. Well, so it's a four-day conference. This year, it was in Montreal. Its home base is in Kansas City. It's a gathering of folk artists all over the map. I mean, there was African music. There was, gosh, I I saw an incredible group called the Lasses from Denmark. And then, of course, Americans, Canadians, all coming together, and then industry professionals, radio, folk radio DJs, all coming together in alliance to share our craft with one another. I have to say that I came away from it feeling so proud to be in the folk genre with the caliber of humans, so much kindness, so much authentic exchange. I was just really blown away by the friendships I made, the caliber of music that I saw. Wow, and I made—I mean, I made a wonderful group of girlfriends. We broke out of the conference and navigated our way to a thrift shop. You know, I mean, we just had the best time. We had the best time.
0: <laughs> Folk Alliance, <laughs> you have to go to a thrift shop, of course. It's just it's obvious. And next
1: year is New Orleans, so it's going to be really exciting. And then there's regional conferences. The Folk Alliance has regional conferences also. Yeah, it's just, I knew I wanted to go. I got so much support from Folk Radio. I honestly just wanted to go shake some hands and look into the eyes of the people who helped me so much, get my music out there, but it ended up being so much more, you know, so much more than my wildest dreams. It was very, very nourishing, very nourishing experience.
0: It sounds beautiful.
1: It was, it was.
0: I will have a link to the Folk Alliance on the Nordenspiritradio.org website. Let's do another song right away. People have to have more taste of Xanthe Alexis.
1: Okay, so let's go to White Dove. You know what's interesting is that it was the most tongue-in-cheek song on the album, and yet the wonderful Peter Hayes out of New York City is who I worked with for radio promotion, and he pulled that out as the radio single. And I had to laugh because I was in this relationship. It didn't work out. And when I realized that it wasn't going to work out before this person ever told me, I'm ending this. I wrote this song, and it's really about, like, I tried my best, but the signs are here, and we're going to move on. There's a line that I say, I never said that I was whole in love. White Dove flies Korsch, course, she sends a sign, you were never mine, we borrow love. It was kind of how I soothed myself, but it's, it's, it's this upbeat song but I was really very sad at the time. <laughs> so it was total tongue-in-cheek, but it it was what was pulled to the forefront for radio, and I'm like, all right!
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, this is banjo that I hear in there bouncing along, isn't it?
1: Yes, Curtis Voucher, who is a wonderful banjo player from here in Colorado Springs. He lended some banjo playing, and I really love, at the very end of the song, I think the banjo and the guitar just are really there. It's like they're having a blast together, you know. And so, yes, that's who you'll hear on it is Curtis.
0: Well, we're going to have some fun with a depressing song. No, it's it's not
1: just a, it's a juxtaposition. That's what it is. Yes.
0: Hey, well, actually, I tend to think that paradox is where the greatest things happen.
1: Yes, it's true.
0: And my favorite paradox, by the way, is you are a unique and irreplaceable individual. Just like everyone else on the planet.
2: There it is. There it is.
0: Completely true, but I'm not sure you're going to go quite that deep with White Dove. But you'll go very deep as we listen to Santia Alexis share White Dove.
2: I will take the blame, Amy, it's not to take. I never said I was whole in love, whole in love. What the? course the gives a sign, you will never mind. we borrow love. So, a does gotta get clean somehow. Defy all the circumstances. you will never mind the bottle left so gotta get clean Too much. I remember enough. I lost a lot. I haven't forgot. I forget too much. I remember enough. I lost a lot. I haven't forgot you. I haven't forgot you. course it gives a sign. You and little mom
0: guest today for Song of the Soul is Xanthia Alexis. xanthialexis.com is her website. Follow the link from Radio.org Xanthi, by the way, X-A-N-T-H-E. That'll get you to her since she is unique in almost all of the world, or at least in the U.S. Uh, <laughs> White Dove is from her 2017 recording, Time of War and Curtis Boucher was also featured in that song on the banjo. Uh, this is Song of the Soul, the Northern Spirit Radio production, website northernspiritradio.org, with 13 closing in on 14 years of our programs uh, Song of the Soul and Spirit in Action and other programs that we also feature. Please come to the site, post comments, click the Donate button. This is full-time work, and it's by your donations that we survive, not by corporations and not by government. So please help us continue. I especially want to shout out to all of the community radio stations across the country who carry this program. At this point, there's some 38 who carry Northern Spirit Radio programs, and community radio stations are special. They carry a slice of music and news that just doesn't get on the air otherwise there's so many riches brought to you by community radio that i really think you should support them first support northern spirit radio if you can but do not hesitate to first support your community radio station we need that news and we need that music when you travel around do you have a good community radio station there in colorado springs where you are xanthe
1: we do we do. Yes. It's going through some changes right now, ninety one point five K R C scene, going through some changes, but it is our community radio and it used to be a little more music based. They've began leaning more towards news and I get it, but I definitely oh man, I it's been since my album has been out and, and so many wonderful community radio stations around the country have played it. It's really been my goal to get out and speak to those DJs. Those guys are the biggest advocates of music. They love it. They study it. And they're pumped. And so that's one of my very favorite things to do is talk to the community radio. I went up to Carbondale. I believe their handle is KEXP. And they were so excited. And that is the stuff that fills my soul because... I know that they're doing it just for the love of it, volunteering, you know, often volunteering. And those are the people I want to talk to because I know they're doing it for the right reasons, you know
0: absolutely there's wonderful so remember folks whatever station you're hearing this via directly via our website nornspiritradio.org, or we're on itunes and other aggregates as well but just wherever it is support these channels to make a difference in the world and you couldn't do better than to share via those channels the music of Xanthia alexis we just listened to White Dove. Before we got on the air, Xanthe, I was talking to you about part of your experience at the Folk Alliance gathering, and you said you danced. You had never danced before, and you <laughs> fell in love. <laughs> but I...
1: <laughs> but that- you have to understand it was exhausted folk musicians at four o'clock in the morning and we were laughing so hysterically and you know most of us had never done it before and the man who was calling it he was gently stern with us you know we'd go into something that we were just blowing and he'd be like no no go back retreat <laughs> 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 and it was really pretty funny but wonderful
0: Well, maybe you'll meet me at Grinnell College in Iowa the first week of July. I'm going to be there. I'll do international folk dancing one night in one room, and in the other room there's contra dancing, and there's also rock dancing in another place, and and it's a week-long thing. I do all forms of dancing, but international folk dancing has a special attraction for me because it's not just from our country, our music. It's because it connects with all of the world. But, but contra-dancing is so fun, and I just did that on Friday night, in, in fact, ah! locally.
1: So. Well, and I love, you know, when people dance together, it's such a wonderful way to connect, and and we aren't dancing as much as we used to, you know? And I was thinking while I was dancing with this group, I mean, everyone at Folk Alliance is working so hard. It's a, It's a lot of work. It is. Long hours and a lot of stimulation. But then... We clasp hands, and we're dancing together, and everyone is smiling ear to ear. And, And there was international. I mean, there was every speaking language, but we all understood what we were doing in that moment, you know? And it was just really uplifting. It was so uplifting.
0: Well, what I was thinking about, though, was in your song, White Dove, you say, oh, the circumstances of dancing when we didn't know the steps. This song you wrote a long time ago, it wasn't just when you were at the Folk Alliance that you didn't know the steps.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah. And, you know, with White Dove, I was really trying, even though I got my heart broken, I was really trying to say, but we did our best. You know, and I did my best, and and so you know that's how it is sometimes, and, and especially you know it was really funny. My partner at the at the dancing the other night, he was quite good, and you know he just kept encouraging me. And and you wander, you know, you you go off to another partner, and you come back, and he's like, "You're doing great," <laughs> <laughs>
2: and I don't think I was, but that's okay. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> or maybe the greatness wasn't in the steps, it was maybe in the spirit, and that's the there it is, movie.
1: yeah, exactly, exactly
0: well, let's get some more of that Xanthi alexis spirit, another song
1: let's go to time of war.
0: you say that with an upbeat sound in your voice, time of war is not something that people usually smile while saying
1: well, I'll tell you it's my time traveling song. This song came to me when I was pumping gas on. Thanksgiving Day quite a few years ago, but I'd been thinking a lot about past lives, thinking a lot about, you know, the epigenetic memory that we have inside of us. And this song kind of just came out of nowhere. It felt like something was telling me a story. I just fell in love with it. And, and that song actually was the spark of the whole album. I was still performing with Hopeful Heroines. But when that song came to me, I knew that was the beginning of the solo album. When that song came to me, I I felt like the bookend of the hopeful heroines and moving into this new thing. So it's a very dear song to me and there are, I do touch on some pretty heavy subjects within the song, but it's very dear to me because it was the sign I was looking for, that it was time for this new era of my music career.
0: And that led Xanthe Alexis to Time of War here today for Song of the Soul.
2: Long ago, I was a sailor's wife souls in party and borrowing life Long ago, I was a gypsy queen Cut up the middle, bald, and bled so clean. Hiding out in someone else's dream. time of war, time of drought. Echo like sunrise, kiss on your Soul split and parted life. Ooh. 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 in battle in
0: life. In two thousand seventeen, Xanthi Alexis released Time of War, the album, and that was title track, Time of War xanthi i i don 't really picture you as a sailor 's wife the gypsy gypsy queen I had that sense of <laughs> do you have some aspirations yet, uh, or maybe for all I know, you are married to a sailor what do, what do I know
1: <laughs> You know it came from such an unknown place i don 't know where any of that came from. I had a very lively imagination when I was a young girl, and and who knows if it was imagination or memory, but I felt very connected to the Second World War. I always had a curiosity about it, and I remember when I, I saw an image once of a torch singer singing for this crowd of soldiers dancing with these girls, and I believe it was taken in France, and some sort of bolt of electricity hit me and I don't know if it's memory or or what but it stayed with me you know that's kind of where that sailor's wife came from
0: but the gypsy came from your soul I think
1: in my culture and my heritage too of, of my the greek culture is very that gypsy spirit
0: we're going to do a little bit more music so we get in I think two more songs what's next
1: yes yes next is mother this was probably on the album, this was the oldest song I had written. I'll never forget it. I was, my, my children were quite young. They're 15 and 19 now, and I think they were maybe three and, and four, or five, seven, three and seven, and they were playing out in the front yard, and I was struck with this feeling of sadness about how there are many places where children aren't safe. I wrote this, the song kind of came out like uh, I was crying when it came through because it's like a a mother's voice, you know, oh, my, my, what have you done? Hmm. It makes me teary. (laughs) And I remember thinking, I hope this isn't relevant in five years. And sadly, it was, you know, and I put it on the record. It's the very last song, and it actually... I came to realize that it was the entryway into my new album, which is called The Offering, which is very feminine. I feel like The Offering is almost all feminine, mothering, counsel, speaking, you know. But I was afraid to put it on the album because I felt like it was so dark. But I knew as a folk artist, it's our responsibility to speak for the people. And I know this is on our hearts. And so that's kind of how I came, came to this song. And then, oh, oh, a lot of people think at the end is a baseball game, but it's not. That is actually real footage of a radio announcer announcing the end of World War II at the end of the song, just so you know.
0: The song is Mother by Santia Alexis.
2: Oh, my, my, what have you done? Standing out your only son Oh, you know it's not right This is your fight we
0: Brings Tears to My Eyes Too, the song Mother, it's from the recording Time of War by Xanthi Alexis, here today with us for Song of the Soul. I also note, and maybe this is on a a brighter note or something, midway through where you do your, oh, you you must have wonderful breath control (laughs) to... For the long, long run. And that's what's needed when facing tribulations, the ability to stay with the breath and to carry it as long as you need to carry it.
1: Yes, yeah. I find in my songwriting, I come back to those long notes. Sometimes I almost imagine them as a whistle. But in mother, it's like a comforting, you know, like she's rocking and patting the child's back, you know. Do you know, I actually breathe out. I breathe out before I do those notes. I don't know why, but I do. I And then I sing the note. And I, I'm not sure what that is, but that's, that's what I do. I don't take a big breath. Oh. I breathe out.
0: It's a gift, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to quickly touch base on a couple of things. I think we already mentioned you were raised Catholic, and you've got native american uh, earth-based connection that that's part of you uh clearly the folk alliance gathering was a sacred gathering for you and it was i i'm quaker which combines a, a whole lot of things and i think it's really important to have spiritual communities communities where we really have each other's back I don't know if you—I think yes. you experienced that growing up in the Catholic Church because of your uncle, your godfather, right?
1: Yes. My godfather was is a priest, yes. And he was very—you know, I, and I love children. I'm, a, I'm an educator also, and I, I I think when you really listen to a child— that's when a child can really open and express and and he really listened to me and he i had a very convicted spiritual heart from a very young age and he would hear me and really spend time with me and i you know i remember him kneeling down in his big robes because we would go my father would take us there was always a time during the sunday services afterwards where they would bring in the people from the community with special needs and we would sit with them and eat with them. And I always really loved that time, but he would be there in his full robes. And, I, you know, I remember him kneeling down in, the, in those robes and being so tender with me. And my family has this sweet thing where we do tear up a lot. We're, we're very heart-centered And he had these blue eyes, has these blue eyes, he's still living in with us, and they would just tear up with his heart, his open heart, and, and hearing me. Yeah, I really have taken that with me through life, being heard like that, and my parents did that also. They always really listened to us and valued what we offered, you know, and I see that as such a great gift. And
0: and, uh, what kind of connection do you have with Catholicism now?
1: I still will attend masses and feel, I feel that reverie. And I do take communion when I'm there because I was, you know, I did do go through the rites to have that and I feel a very deep bond to that. But I wouldn't say that I am fully immersed in the religion Now, my beautiful father, (laughs) a very strong Roman Catholic, but even he feels that there are things that are happening in the Catholic religion that that aren't our core values. So even he has ruffled some feathers speaking out about things that are no longer reflective of, of what it means to love thy neighbor. And so not everything within Catholicism resonates with me. And and because I was a child, I didn't choose Catholicism. I, it was chosen for me by my parents. But now I would say that I am more, its I've kind of built my own faith and, mm-hmm. and my own practice.
0: And the th- connection with folk music, which I feel so deeply, which is really where the biggest part of my musical soul is, even though I do connect with all other kinds of at least to some degree. I've never really gotten into opera, I have to admit, but folk, (laughs) for my generation, there was the folk revival. I was actually kind of maybe at the tail of it, if you will. And you're a generation younger than I am. How did you end up connecting with folk music?
1: Well, you know, my parents, my mother especially, Joni Mitchell was always playing in the house, Peter, Paul, and Mary, Crosby, Nash and Young, Leonard Cohen. Actually, I found Leonard Cohen a bit later in life, but my family was very musical. We sat around the guitar and sang. Both my mother and father are performers, amongst many other things. And I grew up for a time in Grand Lake, Colorado, which is a very tiny mountain town, and they would do the vaudeville. But, you know, folk, I was in San Francisco the day after the election, and people were so stunned. And I played this beautiful, beautiful festival on Market Street. And people were getting up and speaking between performers. And when I was being announced onto the stage, the announcer said, Folk music is so important, especially to us now, because it is the voice of the people. I think about, you know, Bob Dylan, John Baez. Mark, I got to see Buffy St. marie at Folk Alliance. And like talk about, I mean, I wept through the whole thing, and you know Buffy and her work with educating us about you know Native and Cree, and it's speaking to us intimately as our experience of emotion, but also what's happening in our world. And That's why I'm drawn to it, and I love and that's it. That's why I'm drawn so to
0: your music, Samthy. It's it's oh, you carry such a wonderful spirit. Oh, thank spirit. you, Mark. And. We've got time to share just one more song. How can we conclude your song of the soul?
1: This is the offering. I want to help people open with my music. That's my goal. Helping them open to knowing that their heart, what their heart is saying to them, is of the utmost importance and that you belong here and that we belong here. So the offering... I feel, it says, I won't leave you lonely. I couldn't stand the heavy weight of that hand. And I think that this song came to me as something to soothe and comfort my own heart. This is actually my two beautiful producers. This is a fully produced album, Connor and Ian Borgel. This is a... Us just sitting with the tracks, you can hear Connor kind of slightly strumming. This is unmastered. We're still working in the studio. But I wanted to share this because I'm really excited about this album. This is my actually <laughs> off love offering to the world.
0: It's a beautiful love <laughs> offering. I think that the I think you told me earlier that the recording is going to be called the Healer. Is that true still?
1: No, I actually started with it as healer, just healer, because that's, you know, what I am. In my world here in Colorado Springs, I am a somatic trauma resolution therapist and a, and a manual therapist and a healer. I, my, my whole family, that's what we do. But then I was wavering with it and I was speaking with Connor, my producer, and he said, what's the title track? And I said, well, The Offering. And he's like, I think that's the name of the album. And I just could feel in the resonance that it was true, and I said, okay. <laughs> so I changed it to the mm-hmm. offering.
0: And when can we expect this, uh, if we're hopeful?
1: I'm hoping for end of May, early June.
0: So if people want to track it down, keep track of Santia Alexis and her new recording by mid-year called The Offering, you want to go via xanthealexis.com. I'll spell it one more time: x a n t h e. That's Zanthi. Alexis is a l e x i s dot com. The links on northernspiritradio dot org. It is so delightful to get to know you. Yeah. <laughs> We're separated by 15 hours of driving or something, but I I feel so close to you with you here in my heart, and I'm so grateful you joined me today for Song of the Soul.
1: Yes, thank you, Mark, so much for having me.
0: We've got production help on today's program from Andrew Jansen, and we're going to go out with one last song by Xanthia Alexis called The Offering. We'll see you all next week for Song of the Soul, The Offering
2: gonna leave you hungry kisses just like they say they're an empty